0: I don't get it. UK, what letter? What order is your alphabet in? Sabrina. Anubis, backwards. See what I did there.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Anubis Backwards Podcast. Today, we're going to be recapping House of Status, House of Laments. I got bamboozled into hosting this episode. I didn't realize it was the Jar of Fake Dating episode.
2: I (laughs) <laughs> to be fair, when I made Bretta switch with me... Laura I was supposed to be- host this one. <laughs> I, I made her switch with me only because I know at the end of the episode after this that Piper shows up, so I was like, I'm gonna go feral. Like, I'm just gonna host Piper showing up episode. I made Bretta switch with me.
1: I mean, the silver lining is that there are Mick mentions in this episode, and I appreciate Mick mentions, <laughs> so <laughs> I guess it makes sense that I have this episode, but I was not prepared.
0: <laughs> I honestly... You win
1: some, you lose some. You yeah, some, you know what? Um, I'm taking one for the team.
2: One for this the one's team. for you, Grace. Um, Oh, wait. By the time this episode airs, me and Grace will have hung out. Oh,
1: <sighs> Yay! Alright, so we start with that iconic intro. Still iconic. Still get to see Mick. <laughs> so the episode starts and Alfie blows into one of the horns and the room starts shaking. Sabuna covers their ears and runs out. This was in the tunnels, by the way, if you forgot. The next morning, Sabuna meets up in Nina and Amber's room. Nina asks if everyone has their hearing back, and Amber asks her to speak up. Alfie asks Fabian to play with him, and then Nina gets frustrated and, every- and is just like, everyone needs to focus on the task, and then Fabian goes, what task?
2: <laughs> so then being like, oh, can we focus
0: is us?
1: This is us. We need a Nina to, like, yell at us and tell us to focus.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I'm the Nina. Sometimes Brenna's the Nina. i'm never never, the nina laura's
1: never the nina
0: (laughs) Um, never
2: unless like i have to go somewhere or like i know we have a time limit like unless we have a time limit and then i'm like i guess we got to get through this (laughs) so nina keeps
1: trying to talk through the clue and she's like all right i think we need to know the tune of some sort of song so we can pass through the task and she's like man i wish sarah was here sarah would know but then fabian's like who's sarah and nina's like That's the last straw. Like, she snaps at him as like, it's Sarah. Like, you know, Sarah. And She's just so mad. And, you know, it's not his fault. So it was a little unnecessary. But I understand she's frustrated. Suddenly the dollhouse lights up and then, oh, first Nina apologizes. That's important. She does apologize to Fabian, which is important. Then the dollhouse lights up and it shines on a music stand in the living room. They pick up a doll sized piece of sheet music that's titled The Song of Hathor.
2: It's so tiny. It is tiny.
1: It's so cute. So at school, Miss Valentine walks into class and Mara asks if she's the one that knows Mick. She says yes, and that she has a message for her from Mick. She says, Mick says to tell you he's doing really well in Australia. He talks about you all the time, and he couldn't wait to introduce his girl from Australia. And so obviously Mara is instantly heartbroken when she realizes that he has a girl from Australia. Um, But Jerome is thrilled. And so uh, at the beginning of this episode, I was like, this is great. We're getting Makara content. I didn't realize this. Love this for me. And it's really cute that Mick is, like, sending messages to Mara through the teacher. Because it's like, oh, it's kind of different and fun. But also, like, why aren't you just texting her? Because, like, Miss Valentine messed up the message. Just text her. Go on chum Chat or do something. I don't... These kids and their communications. Because now Mara is sad and I am sad.
2: Um. So I just said, why can't Mick literally send her a message? He sent her a message via the teacher. Does he not have internet in Australia?
0: Internet didn't exist in Australia until 2020. Apparently. <laughs> so my note was also why couldn't Mick just like use a phone? I'm sure there's like inter. Well, like obviously he probably couldn't call her because like international plans. Like, yeah. Or text her, but like email, email her. Yeah. We Trump-chat? started a video chat. Mm-hmm. This was not thought out well. I mean, it was funny. And it was a nice, like, it was a cute scene. It just wasn't. Yeah, it doesn't ex- make sense
1: unless he was trying to like surprise her. I don't yeah. know. But.
0: And then in that case, like. If you had an approximate with, like, when your teacher was going to be there, wouldn't you, like, have sent, like, Marnie mail email? Be like, I hope you like my, like my message to you or whatever. God. No, he's like, I'm going
2: to tell this random teacher that she should transfer jobs, get a new job in a completely different country, go work at the school I used to go to and give my girlfriend a message as opposed to, you know, emailing her, DMing mm-hmm. her. <laughs> I know he's not the sharpest tool in the
1: shed, but, like...
0: <sighs> so... Jerome's kind of a jerk in this scene. He's like, I'll oh, make, <noise> like, and all that. And it's just, Jerome just, shh. Not talky. Not talky, Jerome.
1: <laughs> so Jasper then walks into the classroom and asks where Fabian is, and then right behind him, Sabuna rushes in, and Fabian apologizes for being late, and then he's like, I had an excuse, but I forgot it. And then they all just sit down. Um When Patricia sits down, Eddie immediately like swoops in and is like, so when we hanging out tonight, but then Patricia starts like miming, and Joy's like, "Oh, like she's washing her hair tonight." She can't, and then Eddie gets very like offended, and he's like, "I've never been rejected before." Like his ego is very hurt. It was very funny. I think my favorite part of this scene though was Forgetful Fabian. He's hilarious.
0: I also like. I just love Forgetful Fabian. There's, I he gets even better in part two of this episode, and like I just <laughs> everyone else's curses. You're like, oh no, I feel bad for them. Like as they get worse, but, like, Fabian just gets funnier, and that's, like, so terrible to say. But Like, like we see how it kind of comes with Alfie's, especially in this episode, and I think Patricia's gets really bad next week, but, like, Fabian's Fabian's just gets funnier.
1: A plus Brad. He, like, played this so well. Which, oh, quick tangent, I saw, according to my time hop, exactly a year ago today, that we are recording this episode, not that we're publishing this episode, but exactly a year ago today we were recording with Brad.
2: Aw, yeah, Love that. What a day.
1: Monumental day for the podcast.
2: <laughs> Still can't believe he like really agreed to come on after we had one know. episode. He's a real one. I liked Amber's hat. She's wearing like a beret in sunglasses. <laughs> a look. Someone drew a cartoon Cleopatra. I'm assuming it was Miss Valentine on the board. I liked it. And LOL Patricia insinuating that she's not going to go on a date tonight because she has to wash her hair. Me. I know. It's going to take
0: all night. Eddie B is such... Eddie's a little turd in this scene, but, like, in a good way. Like, getting all of her... I don't know. Like, just, like, all offended and stuff, like... It was easy. funny. It just, you know. And then also, sad face, because, you know, he got turned down on his date. I know. Patricia needs to lower her force field.
1: Again, Sherry kind of did it once. So, Miss Valentine starts her lesson on Cleopatra, but then Amber cuts her off to ask about ancient Egyptian music. Nina butts in and says it's for the school concert um, and then specifically asks about the song of the Thor. Jasper says that he's heard of it, but he's like, nobody knows the tune. Like, it's been lost to history, so I don't know.
0: Okay, so obviously Robert knew it, and Robert isn't, like, Robert's old, but he's not that, like, they make it sound like it got lost, like, thousands of years ago, but, like, if Robert knew it, it would have been, like, what, like, 50-ish years? Because realistically, like, he probably, like, told Sarah about it, or, like, this is kind of like a plot hole-ish.
1: <laughs> Cause like, yeah, I I put this note later, but I'll just talk about it now. Like, it's odd that something that recent would end up lost in history when you would assume something like that is like kind of important to ancient Egyptian history. Like you I don't know. So in his office, Victor grabs a cylinder from its from his safe and it says Hathor. Nina walks out of class and asks Sabuna how they're supposed to play a song that is lost to history. Amber points out that it must have been around when the Frobisher mice were alive, or else they wouldn't have been able to set the task, which is what Emily just said. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was literally brain cell today. That was literally my note. Like, wait, I just said that. Um, also, Mister Sweet and Joy are like in the background, but they're like being, Like, they're just like kind of talking, but like, I don't know. Like, sometimes if you ever watch like the extras or like even the main characters like in the background, they kind of just they're like doing the most. They're being extra.
1: I know. I noticed them too. They're really funny. Then Mr. Sweet calls Amber over. She says that she's busy, but Joy then says, oh, it's to star in an ad for the school. And then Nina's like, oh, this is a bad idea, Amber. But Amber's like, I can't turn down a role that I was like specifically singled out for. Mm-hmm. And then Joy points out that she was actually just first in alphabetical order.
0: How does the alphabet at the school work? It's time for our weekly tangent. What kind of nonsense will it be today? It's the tangent of the week. Because Millington would come after Martin. <laughs> Amber would come after Alfred or Alfredo. <laughs> There's two characters in her house that come before her in the damn alphabet. So how does the alphabet at the school work?
1: You make a good point.
0: Or did they like how the rainbows at the school work.
1: I'm going to say they skipped Alfie because he was first and they were like, Alf, we can't put, let Alfie do this. This is too chaotic. And then went to skip to Amber.
0: They, that's what I was going to go with, but also like it seems weird that they'd go alphabetical by first names. It does. Yes. But then also no, I was Miller would also come before Millington unless like let's say the alphabet for whatever reason is a school, no one has last names that start with A through whatever. <laughs> I don't remember the start. letter comes immediately after me immediately before um. And they were like, We're not letting the Americans do it and they just landed on Amber. <laughs> But even then, like, Clark, Jeffrey
1: Mercer.
2: In no way, shape or form, does alphabet thing make any sense? And then, not only does it not make sense, they were just like, yeah, Fabian, come be in this thing, too. I don't get it! You okay? What (laughs) what order is your alphabet in? It was an unnecessary
1: line. They were trying to be funny. (laughs)
2: Yeah. They just house like, of Alphabet. Oh, you were just walked by me in the hallway so i decided you should go in. well i mean honestly
1: i it would have made sense if they did single her out she likes to be in front of the camera yeah. she's pretty she could probably talk well about the school like it would make sense if they singled her out they could have just went with that they had to bruise her ego
0: i'm literally tweeting right now someone from the uk tell me what Order you say your ABCs? <laughs> oh my God. They're gonna be like what? <laughs> gonna be like you stupid American.
2: <laughs> they already Not think we're stupid. It's gonna be worse. We're like, how do cookies work? How does school work? Okay, you've seen how rainbows work in this school. It makes sense to me that their alphabet makes no sense. None of these children know the order of the rainbow. <laughs>
1: And this is supposed to be a prestigious school.
0: Didn't KT know it? Yes, because KT didn't go to
2: that school. She just rolled up from America. So I'm assuming in America they taught her how to say the rainbow properly.
0: Leave, leave Eddie and Patricia alone. They were horny. Leave them alone.
2: <laughs> yeah, Eddie should have known it too because he was also from America, to be fair. Uh, when
1: we get to this episode, it's going to be a mess.
2: horny. Leave him alone. I hate <laughs> when I'm horny and I forget <laughs>
1: the colors of the orange and <laughs> Me too, bestie. Okay, we're going to keep going. So Vera comes into Victor's office while he's trying to play the cylinder. He explains that he thinks it will play the Song of the Thor. Back at school, Mara walks up to Jerome in the hallway and takes a selfie with him. He asks what just happened, and she says her new profile picture just happened. And then she's like, Mara and Jerome are in a relationship. Let's see how Mick likes that. And Jerome is still very confused, but also kind of like, you can tell he's kind of excited about whatever's going on and is like, and didn't you break up with him? I'm confused. And she's like, yeah, but I always thought that we would get back together. Once he came back from Australia, <laughs> me too, Misty. <bestie>. Um, <laughs> and then Mara's like, is it okay if like, we pretend we're dating to make Mick jealous. And Jerome's like,
2: I could tolerate it.
1: And this is where I realized I had the jar fake dating episode. And I was like, how did this happen? <laughs> <laughs>
2: responded solely because i
0: wanted the piper content sorry <laughs> friendship with laura canceled <laughs> honestly i thought i forgot about the, i i repressed this arc
2: i know and i love fake dating too and i kind of forgot this happened
1: mm-hmm. oh i didn't forget this was a monumental moment for 17 year old brenna <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> okay can i just say how was this the ship we got like a prolonged fake dating arc for from I
1: mean, it makes sense. There were so many,
0: like, other options.
2: It's not my preference to get fake dating, but it makes sense. Yeah, True. there are,
1: like... I just hate it. There are other ships I also wish fake dated, but you know what? At least we got the fake dating arc at some point. It was inevitable.
2: Mara's like, we're fake dating now. You have no choice. Literally, she just decides it. Also, also girl, like, email Mick, LOL. Please. Like, are they just ignoring each other? I don't understand. Like, Mick and Mara, like, just like Facebook message each other. Just yeah. talk. You're in love. Email. Do they have AOL Instant Messenger? Like, I don't know if we, we were still we weren't really using AIM anymore. No, but like, I feel in that like era. No, that's it's past <laughs> AIM time. But like, yeah. I feel like they could have used AIM if they really wanted to chat with each other. That's true. That's true. The option was there.
1: So yeah, the other thing I put though was just that I'm conflicted because I really do love a good fake dating arc. And then like they did ha- this was cute flirty banter. Like when Jerome was like I could tolerate it and they're both kind of like smirking at each other and smiling. It was cute. Like they're really cute and the like the chemistry is really good. And I'm sad cuz I I'm enjoying it and not and not enjoying it at the same time. Like it's my brain is mush. <laughs>
0: I mean, I felt that Brenna. I felt that so hard. Why does the scene imply, like, make it sound like Mick's gonna like show back up at the school? I was thinking about that. Like,
1: I was because confused. her family moved
0: to Australia. Yeah,
1: when she was like, when he comes back, maybe she's thinking like, like after high school. Like when he comes back from Australia. Like he never said he was coming back, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't even come back yeah. for holidays. Well, like, right?
0: and we know. Maybe he yeah. told her. I mean, he might come back for holidays if he has like grandparents or something. That's true. I don't. "'Tis the damn season!" <laughs> Stop! We know he was written out. It's not like he was like temporarily written out. He was written out. Yeah. So I am very confused.
2: Like When Mick comes back from Australia...
1: I'm wondering how far in the future she was thinking. Like, Is she about to pull a "'Tis the damn season? Is he coming home for Christmas? Or is this like when Mick inevitably comes back to the UK for college or something? I don't know.
2: Maybe Mick told her when they were on video chat that thing they have since forgotten how to use? That He was gonna come back from
0: Australia, (laughs) but only for this episode.
1: I don't know. I mean, it makes me happy that she even said that in the first place, Mm -hmm. though, because I'm like, oh my ship, cuties. So back at the house, Joy walks into her room and and asks Patricia why she skipped lunch. Patricia points to her homework that's laid all out on her bed, and Joy's like, okay, this is not real. Like, why are you acting weird because of Eddie? And then she's like, wait a second, was that your first kiss? And Patricia nods. And she was like, oh my god, I didn't know that was your first kiss. This is crazy. And then she's like, oh, so you're avoiding him because it's getting too serious too quick, right? And Patricia nods. And so Joy reminds her that it's just a kiss. It's not a marriage proposal and that she should just go on the date with him and enjoy herself. And I just really love this scene. Joy's a very good friend. I love Joy-Tricia friendship moments. We're getting a lot of them recently. I'm having a good time. Um, also, if if Joy is shocked that Patricia did not have her first kiss yet, that in my head means that Joy has had her first kiss yet. And who was Joy's first kiss? Fabian? Mick? Like uh, so yeah, many like, headcanons here.
2: Did she kiss Fabian and that's why she's like in love with Fabian? But like also Fabian doesn't act like he ever realized that Joy like had a thing for him. And if they had kissed, he would like know that.
0: Right? <laughs> I would love thirteen year old Anubis House residents playing spin the bottle and oh Patricia my- like Patricia like herself up. away from that. They have all kissed be... each other. which is like my bestie. I totally
1: feel like that happened too because then I also like, feel I got like attention. Jerome and Amber probably like kissed when they were thirteen.
2: Yeah. So like, say like who's been around? So like Patricia, Joy, Alfie, Jerome, Amber, maybe Mick. Mark, like, Fabian, Fabian. They I mean, all everyone but the, the Americans spin the bottle, but Patricia was like n- not about it.
1: Yeah. And then Mara, like, followed her upstairs because Mara was trying to, like, Patricia comfort like, her, but also was a little
0: uncomfy, too. Somebody please write us a preteen was pre-teen house play Spin the Bottle. But, like, Patricia nopes out somehow. Oh, my gosh, though. I hurt myself because I'm a McTripsha shipper. Mick spins the bottle and it lands on Patricia. And he's like, ew, no. Oh. Like, they, all, they all get one pass. And then she's like, boys are dumb. Bye. Oh. And then Mara falls oh. after her. And Amber's all like, I'll take one for the team, bestie. That's how Amber and Mick get together. Oh, uh, I'm kidding. Yes, also, though. Oh, my yeah. heart. <laughs> that
2: just got really real fast. That was
0: really good, Emily. Anyways. Wow, someone
1: write that. Okay.
2: So Zencaster cut me off and stopped recording because it doesn't like me to speak the truth, but you cannot tell me that Joy and Alfie have never kissed is all I am saying.
1: I also like the idea of a Joy-Fee spin-the-bottle kiss.
2: Yeah. See, I'm thinking, because you know how that we have that scene? I mean, like, okay, so we have that scene in the dance episode after Joy kisses Fabian, and then Alfie's like, oh, hey, how do you know somebody's right for you? And Joy says, they kiss back. Many thoughts, head full. <laughs> but nothing ever came of that. So, like, what if they've kissed in the past?
0: Lots, okay, so Jamber, I definitely think it's at a different, like, Jamber and Fear are both those ships But they had so many weird, like, implied lines, and then nothing came from either of those.
2: It's, like, the brand of writers that ships, like, do you ever enjoy if you're
0: just throwing in
2: cross?
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, there's probably... I wonder if they ever, like, got into, not fights about ships, but if, like, certain writers were pulling for certain ships, but then they didn't work out, so then they would have to, like, slip in these little moments to get their way. I really need to contact a writer. I know I keep saying I'm gonna do that.
2: Some writers just, like, so... I know you said that Jerome and Amber can't happen, but we should make them say that they should be dating.
0: Like, I just I mean, Joy if he the bottle, kiss. Jamber spin the bottle kiss. I Like, making Amber should have been the bottle kiss, and that's when they, like, decide to actually date. I also think it's a little pouty because he wanted Amber, but then, he like, he follows Joy around for, like, a week because that's who he had to kiss, and then he's, like, all, like, hard eyes but, like, it's puppy crush, and then it goes away until season three. I said what I said. I said what I said, besties.
2: Thank I'm you. I thought right. about season three, like the beginning of season
0: three. Anyway, should we go back to season two? <laughs> yes. And this scene specifically. All right. So I never read any of my notes. Um, There's a line here, but that Joy's like, oh, I know. Like Joy's like, I even knew you had an imaginary. Okay. He was an invisible dog named Sniffles. And I just think it was funny. Um, Patricia, That was really funny. Because <laughs> I'm Patricia's face too. Patricia and then my like, Patricia's all like sad and then my comment to that was like baby girl with a bunch of sad faces. Um, I just really like the line, it's kiss not a marriage proposal. Um, Also like, I love the scenes with Joy supporting Patricia's love life, especially because like this is like the first time she's really caught feelings and like all that and like where did it go in season three? Like, where did that go? I know. Like, especially like post like breakup, especially Patricia really did ghost her friend, like it sounds like Patricia ghosted everyone, like, she dumped Eddie and then was just like, I don't know any of my housemates. Stopped being responsive to her friends. She's so, like, like,
2: she's not hiding. She's I'm hanging
0: fine. from all of her house. Exactly. Makes me
1: sad. Mara is frustrated because it's been an hour since her post with Jerome and Mick hasn't said anything. So Jerome's like, all right, we need to step up our game and we need to post more than one photo. So then we cut to a photo montage of Jerome and Mara dating. So first we have Jerome playing the piano while Mara lies on top of it, and then Jerome gives Mara flowers. Jerome and Mara stand in front of a Paris backdrop, and they're just being all cutesy and taking fun pictures. Um, and
0: I kind of hate it here. Uh, me too, Bestie. But also, like with the Paris background, where they just like pretending they took a weekend trip to Paris or something, or what was happening? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I thought just I chaos my head and happening. And, like laughing hysterically. <laughs> I know. Like, was Mick gonna believe any of the photos they took from what we saw? Well, some of them were just extra.
2: Yeah, he's like they were, oh, yeah, they're in the same outfits doing multiple <laughs> different activities. And
1: I mean it's it is Mick, he probably would.
0: <laughs> if they space out uploading them, sure. I think they uploaded a whole photo album that was called like Jerome and Martin. <laughs> they did. They really did why, that. Why did they call it that?
2: I don't know. They also wrote text. I mean, this is very 2012. Yeah, so I bet
1: they were on picnic I making these pic- edits. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right? They wrote on the photos this is Jerome oh, my god.
1: Gen Z listeners, did you guys use picnic?
2: Oh my god, no way. <laughs> my gosh. Just write and like edit all aggressively all over your pictures. Um also in this picture, I'm not in this picture, not this photo shoot M- LMAO, but in this scene, the horse poster is very prominent next to Jerome Amara's horse girl, are you. AU. <laughs>
1: Nina's sorry. somewhere jealous. She doesn't understand why, but suddenly she's feeling jealous.
0: <laughs> Nina has a sudden urge to listen to That Should Be Me by Justin Bieber and doesn't know why.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> that
0: is too Too specific. Too specific.
1: Congratulations to the Jara shippers on this scene, though. Because, like, what a scene for your ship. This is such a fun scene for your ship. Yeah. Like, if you're into this, this I would have been dying if this was my ship. They're, like, out here having a good time. So, like, even though I'm not feeling those feelings, I'm glad that you guys got to feel those feelings.
2: You love a fake dating plot.
1: Yeah, exactly. You guys are winning. You win this episode. That's unfortunate.
2: <laughs> I've won with many other fake dating plots. I'm not gonna... <laughs>
1: Okay, so in a classroom, Nina again asks Amber to drop out of the ad because she's, like, getting ready for it and doing her makeup. But Alfie's, like, sitting behind them and is, like, clearly in a lot of pain, but they're not listening to him. Then Joy walks in and sees Amber in her, like, get up with her beret and her sunglass and and is like, are you going to rock that look for the ad? Like, I like the retro look, but this is a school, not a country club. But then all of a sudden, Alfie just drops to the floor, so that cuts off that conversation, and then Nina goes to check on him, and all we see is her cliffhanger face.
2: So the only thing I said was that I was laughing at, um, Joy going to Amber, this is the school it's not a country club fundraiser. Also, I mean, I it's mainly for slightly after the cliffhanger, but like, can Joy not see Alfie? Like, Alfie is literally sitting in the room, and we'll see like two seconds after the cliffhanger, which we're going to record tomorrow, that like, Alfie as alfie joy i guess cannot see alfie when she walks in the room she's real dumb i'm a little concerned for poor
1: alfie he too bestie
2: yeah. but that's the end of the first
1: half of the episode so let's talk about patreon real quick and we'll get back all right and we're back from our break which for you was only like two minutes but for us was two days so let's get back to the episode alfie is now a child and Joy asks who that is, and Nina's like, oh my gosh, it's Alfie's little brother, and then Sabuna rushes him out the door before Joy can ask any more
2: questions.
0: Wait a minute. He's the sack of the group. I don't know what
2: they're on about. I do not feel good, besties. Um, I accidentally fell asleep, and suddenly Brennan and Emily are like watching their fucking ghost hunting show.
1: <laughs> um, we're now in Other Siders recap podcast.
2: <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. I'm OMG. Can Joy not see Alfie was just there? Apparently not. I, I touched on a little bit before we, like, went on our Patreon break, but, like, Alfie's literally sitting there. Suddenly there's a child there. Joy does not leave the room the entire time this time is happening, and then she's like, who's that? And they're just, like, Alfie's brother, and they, she just like, it sounds legit.
1: They should have just told her. She's basically Sabuna. She could have known.
0: (laughs) I feel like Joy would have been like, I don't have time to unpack all this. I gotta film an ad and then be like, bye.
1: (laughs) I guess they don't want her to get cursed, too. If she found out, she'd probably get cursed. So Maybe. But maybe Nina would want that. She's been kind of sassy recently.
2: (laughs) Nina's like, if I curse Joy, she can't touch my boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) So at the house, Patricia knocks on Eddie's door. He asks if she's too busy washing her hair to speak to him, but then she holds up an iPad so she can reply to him. And they talk and they banter and it's cute. And she asks him on a date. They're going to watch a movie and eat pizza. And they agree to meet tomorrow at six. It was really funny at first because Eddie was like, oh, you're like perfect girlfriend material. You can't talk. And then she immediately swipes over and is like, please take back or apologize for whatever like snarky comment you just made. It was really funny.
2: Oh, okay, so my note kind of goes here. I just said she knows him so well. Like, this entire conversation, Patricia already had, like, prepped responses to literally everything that Al- uh, Not Alfie. <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> literally everything really that- romantically ships for Trelby, apparently, now. No, I
2: don't even. It's not for a season one. Anyway, <laughs> Patricia pr- has prepped- on her little iPad thingy with her swipe, like, she already typed all this stuff out, and, like, every single thing is a perfect response to what Eddie just said. Like, sassy, like, she's like, don't make that sassy comment, like, don't do, like, so I just thought she knows him so well.
0: Um, my note was just that Patricia trying to woo Eddie with an iPad is so funny.
1: It really is. But it worked. It really is the
0: art of seduction.
1: Catch me on my next Bumble date with an iPad not talking.
0: Oh my god. Please can we fill up?
1: So Sabuna rushes into Nina's bedroom to figure out what to do. Nina says that she'll play sick the next day so that she can watch Alfie, and then she also tells everyone that they really need to figure out the song of Thor and figure out how to get the amulet from Victor. But everyone is kind of like, I don't know what to do, and she's very stressed out. I kind of feel bad because she's doing her best, but obviously she's kind of like doing this alone right now, so it's very chaotic.
0: It's is this the scene where, like, earlier in it, like, they all come out in there with Kid Alfie, and like, Patricia comes out of Eddie's room, yeah. and like, Amber's like, "Don't ask," and then like, "Oh, good, you can't," and it was just like, because that was so funny. Yes, was really funny,
1: super funny. So Fabian arrives at the Frobisher Library for the ad shoot. Amber arrives after, and they start filming. But Joy immediately calls cut because Amber is dressed like an old lady. Mister Sweet's like, "You can wear whatever you want because this school encourages individuality." Um, it's really funny in the beginning though, because they're getting ready to film and Mr. Sweet's like, Do I get to call action? And Joy's like, No, you may not. And their dynamic's just really funny.
0: I love Joy
2: and Mr. Sweet so much. Is this episode the beginning of the Joy Mr. Sweet Besties
0: era? Probably. Yeah, probably.
1: The other thing is funny is that Mr. Sweet just emphasized that the school encourages individuality, but they took their jewelry a couple weeks before. <laughs>
0: I was going to say that.
1: Mr. Sweet.
2: The hypocrite, the hypocrite. We no, wearing
0: sunglasses and a beret at sure why not. And all the other stuff they do to the uniforms. But there's just like 8 million star pins. Right. Oh my god, the season
2: 3 uniforms like where you they literally like theoretically the kids are like DIY pros apparently at this point. <laughs> Joy
1: turning her tie into like an ascot thing. Just
2: Oh my god, that's so cute! Joy did it first—the little neck scarf
1: thing. Yeah, it was very cute.
2: Nancy Drew could never. Joy is Nancy Drew (laughs) best. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I appreciate that. that, We were all the same way. Blame with that one. I was like, I'm gonna make a Nancy Drew joke here just for Laura.
2: (laughs) My (laughs) parents said Joy is Nancy Drew, and yeah,
0: (laughs) never.
1: So Mara's looking at the pictures that her and Jerome took and she's like, the way you're looking at me, Jerome, it's almost like it's real. Like you're actually in love with me. And Jerome is just staring at her and not paying attention. Cause he's just so entranced by her. And then he like snaps out of it. So he can finally like respond to her. And then he's like, you know, there's one more thing we could do to make these pictures really convincing. And she's just like, huh? And he's like, I apologize in advance. And then she says, for what? And then he goes, pucker up and then holds up the camera and so then they kiss and they take a picture, but then his finger is conveniently on the lens. So he's like, We're gonna have to do it again. And then she kind of smiles. Like she's obviously like not mad about the whole thing. And she's like, Thanks for being so cool about this. And then they kiss again. And at this time it's like longer. And then they get the picture.
0: And I have to say um, gross. <laughs>
1: gross. Gross. <laughs> like, Jara stands were really winning in this episode, though. This is a fun first kiss, especially if you like fake dating, which I love fake dating, so. Yeah, even though I'm not a Jara fan, this is this is a fun first kiss scene. I will give them that. Um, also, I just found it and watched it, and it was really cringy. But 17-year-old me didn't know how to process this scene, or this whole episode, really. Because the same way I'm talking about it now, I was just torn between Jara and Makara. But um, there's a video of me losing my mind on Tumblr the night it aired, and I'm going to go reblog it onto our <laughs> Tumblr. Oh, to see Thank baby much. Brenna Um losing her mind basically it's really cringy but kind of funny so i hope someone else enjoys it because <laughs> no- it has no notes either so i posted this to tumblr and i put in <laughs> the tag and like no one watched it
0: <laughs> they were like no nah, thanks brenna yeah we-, we were just like too in and
2: whatever else was going on i'm
1: sure the tag used to be so bustling too like i'm not even there was so much I happening we that we night. Were all
2: like i love petty like yeah probably it was just sending me, it it might just because it's so 2012, that they were using the camera to take a kissing selfie in <laughs> yeah, the point point-and-shoot camera. Take like a point-and-shoot camera kissing photo real quick.
1: <laughs> this will really get him. Back at the filming, Joy still isn't happy with the way Amber is performing because she's supposed to look energetic and lively. And then Amber snaps at her and is like, don't use that tone with me. But then she like steps back and was like, wait a second, I'm so sorry. And apologizes.
2: Just Grandma Amber. It's so funny. What a vibe. Truly. Grandma Amber is my true, true self.
1: So Nina's babysitting Alfie, who wants to know why they can't go to the park. And Nina says it's because he's cursed, but he can help her figure out the song for Thor. And he's like, boring. But then she's like, well, what if you helped me figure out how to get the amulet from Victor? And he's like, oh, yeah, we could do that. Like, I'll distract him and you run in. And she was like, oh, okay, this actually might work.
0: Oh okay so like if you didn't know I made custom pops of all the characters and originally I put like Nina in a blue plaid shirt but then I was like because I remembered this look I remember Nina wearing plaid but apparently she only ever wears plaid like in this one scene because like for some reason I associate Nina with plaid or flannel I guess I should say but like she's got like flannel vibes and apparently this is like the only thing she ever actually wears flannel and I just want to say that I was right that she did wear flannel once you were right. Irrele- well, not irrelevant to the Nina horse girl thing, but
2: um Tess, our friend, is currently like kind of on the same House of Anebus episode with her fic that she's writing, like as we are. So she was literally tweeting about this episode. And she tweeted like basically like the way Nina acts with like kid Alvy, she'd be the worst of kids. And I'm just here to just say like retweet to Tess's tweet. Exactly. <laughs> nita Like it like I get that like she's trying to get the task done and she has no help because you know Alfie is now a child and not really Alfie, so we can't really help her super much. He's trying. But it's like she has zero patience. Like she is like not computing, I guess, in her mind. Like she literally cursed Alfie and made him turn into a child, so now he has the emotions, feelings of a child. And not, like, mm-hmm. he's Alfie. So she's literally, like, basically, like, he's like, let's go to the park, or, like, let's play with these toys. And she's basically, like, F off, kid. Like, we only need to care about Sabuna. And he's <laughs> like, oh, what? It
0: is really funny. I mean, I would probably react in the same situation. The same way. I feel like I would try to, like, hang out with him like he was a child.
1: <laughs> yeah, I probably would, too. <laughs> it would be interesting, though. I know she wants to write, like, a camp counselor AU, so I wonder if she'll, like, use this yeah. us in the Camp Counselor AU and make Nina like a really bad
2: counselor. <laughs> for example though, because like then when Alfie gets turned into a baby, which we'll talk about more in the next episode, Patricia seems like she's actually pretty good with kids, even though Patricia doesn't seem like the type of person would be good with kids.
1: Like, right?
2: Yeah. This is a really weird conversation for us to be like, so when like Alfie is a baby, Patricia like changes his diaper and she, he like puked all her.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, but he at her and then, she put, him, Patron- then Patron- she put him in a wardrobe. She's like locked him in there. Oh, that's true. Never mind. Patricia was better at kids than Nina, but she did in fact leave him a wardrobe. I did forget about it. I mean I... <laughs> I which was a great place for him to be when he um was suddenly like an adult a- again. An adult. <laughs> a teen, not an adult. This show is so weird. So is. Patricia better with kids, it. but
2: not good with not leaving them places she shouldn't. Nina very bad with kids. <laughs>
1: But good at using them to our advantage because she's about to use <laughs> baby <laughs> Alfie as a distraction. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs>
0: what even, what so even is the show about?
1: The, we, go, we cut back to the shoot and it's still going wrong. Amber's still acting like an old lady and Joy's still confused. It was a really short scene. Then we cut to Victor in his office. He's listening to Robert's tapes. Alfie runs and knocks on the door and then runs away which... Uh, makes Victor leave to investigate. So Nina takes the opportunity to sneak in. When she walks in, Robert is talking about the song of the Thor. And she's like, oh my God, the song of Athor!" Thor. But then Victor starts making his way back. So she has to leave. So now Jerome is at school scrolling through Chum Chatter. And then Miss Valentine walks by. So then he gets her attention and is like, hey, I think you read Mick's Chum Chatter status wrong or his message is wrong. It says he can't wait to introduce his girl to australia and not from and then miss valentine's like oh my god that poor girl i'm gonna go tell her i'm so sorry and then jerome's like no nah, nah, i'll tell her instead don't worry about it which makes me mad um but also plot hole how did mara not see this status first they've been on chum chatter all day posting these pictures like how i would have the first thing i would have done if someone was like hey your ex has a new girlfriend i would have immediately been on this profile trying to find the girl so, so i'm like how did she not see the status
0: I mean, yeah. you're right, and I think the show just wanted drama for the fact, the sake of drama, but it's, like, terrible drama. Yeah,
2: Like, I literally wrote, does Mara not follow Mick on social media? Like, I have many questions, so they don't speak to each other. Apparently. And apparently she does not follow him on social media. But or- they
1: must be friends. Like, yeah. I see Chum Chatter is Facebook. And okay, so you, they it. must be friends because yeah. she keeps being like, did Mick like our pictures yet? Did Mick see our pictures yet? Oh my yet? god, you didn't pictures. Look at Mick's profile <laughs> for
2: half a <laughs> second. She's like, did Mick like my pictures? Proceeds to not look at Mick's profile at all because the top posts on Mick's profile is like, I want to introduce my girl to Australia. <laughs> also, why if you wanted to introduce your girl to Australia, are you not like, Hey Mara, what's up? I would love for you to come visit me in Australia.
1: Yeah, because they're broken up, so it's like very strange.
2: <laughs> You're like then she's not his girl. <gasps> Maybe, Um. Also, Mick, when you see all his statuses, he is using his chum chatter, aka Facebook, like the way I use my Twitter account.
1: Like I guess that's how I used that. my Facebook though back then. So. Not, not like, it, it is true. how I used my Facebook like, back then
0: in the day, yeah. like 2012. Like, post some shit. <laughs> I still am deleting cringy things from 2012. I laugh at them.
1: I refuse. I just leave it and laugh. Yeah.
0: No, no, no. I delete them. I don't know who I was in 2012. You, I were, do not claim you were
1: merely a petty, Stan. That's all you yeah. were. <laughs> Alright, yeah. so Patricia's getting ready for her date, but when she goes to leave the bathroom, she realizes the doorknob is missing, so she is trapped inside. Um, this is irrelevant to the scene, but what in the 2012 is this outfit she's wearing? The bright red pants?
0: Honestly, though. Okay, so my note is and not to expose myself, but like earlier when like Patricia was trying to ask him out with the iPad, she's like, "Oh, let's go to pizza and a movie." And um, my note for that, like in response to like that line, was, "Wow, they didn't even go get pizza and a movie." And then I was like, "Oh, wait, this is why."
1: And yeah. then also Patricia
0: with a sad face.
1: I'm sad for her too. This would have been a good date.
0: More entertaining
1: than the J.B. and movie date. So Eddie is downstairs holding flowers and chocolate. Jerome asks if he was meeting Patricia at six, and Eddie's like, "It's fine, like whatever." She's not worried. And then Mara comes downstairs, and Jerome's like, "Where are you going?" And she says, "Oh, I have to go to school to use the internet because the Wi-Fi is down." And Eddie's like, "Oh yeah, I noticed that too. It's really weird." And Jerome's like, uh, like don't worry about it." Um, and he's like, "You need to go get ready anyway because we have our next fake date." And Mara's like, "What? Like what do you mean?" And Jerome's like, "Well, I got no plans. It's no big deal. Like we might as well do it." And she's like okay, and she seems pretty happy, so she goes back upstairs to get ready. Um, And then in that moment, Eddie realizes that Patricia must have bailed and he gets all upset, so Jerome's like, well, you don't need these, do you? And takes the flowers. Um, Now this is where I get annoyed at the fake dating arc, because now Jerome is lying and I'm upset. So, like, and also, also, like, he could have just, she's still not back together with Mick, like, she's still single. He could have just been like, hey, I've really been enjoying this fake dating thing, I think I actually kind of like you, what if we made it real dating, you know? Like,
0: Confront your emotions, Drew. Yeah. My note in response to yours is like literally just like he's manipulating her at this point and like it's gross. It's icky. So, did Drew really like
2: basically like unplug their Wi Fi router so that he she didn't go see mixed social media statuses? He did. Bro, bro. Not that she saw mixed social media
0: statuses before. If he didn't disconnect the Wi Fi, but she would have been able to like message someone like, help. To the right? Right.
2: It's
0: oh. double tragic. Damn, they need some three G. <laughs> they got two <3G> <laughs> yeah. thousand twelve. It's
2: two thousand twelve. Do we not have three G and data? Yeah, they don't have like probably a good data plan. And who knows
0: what kind of service they have without Wi Fi in that house in woods. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. But um, also, hey Siri, play "Stood Me Up" by steven Jerzak. If you that know, is a you throwback don't. name. I don't know
1: the song, but I remember that deep Steven is a throwback. <laughs> Amber, Fabian, and Nina are watching the school ad. Mr. Sweet took Amber's place, and she's upset, but Nina and Fabian think it's funny. Then Fabian gets up, and he looks over at Alfie and asks Nina what happens if they all get worse, and then Nina grabs his hand and is like, that's not going to happen. And then she starts telling him about the recording that she overheard where they had the song of Thor mentioned. So Fabian's like, all right, both of us need to keep an eye on Victor's office so that we can sneak in as soon as we have an opportunity. And then he decides to take the first shift. So he grabs a notebook on his way out and, yeah, leaves the room.
2: Um, so why did they send Fabian?
1: That was pretty dumb. I guess he kind of volunteered himself. But Nina, Nina should have been like, hey, how about I take the first shift?
2: Like? Hey, how about, you know, a person who actually has good memory? I mean, we'll see. Fabian does a good job at, like, how about a person that, like, can remember things?
0: You know who would have been great at this? Patricia, who can't talk and can only type right. on a damn iPad. Right. Patricia, right. sh- they're, like, Patricia where at? Patricia,
2: that I'm you know, they, don't was-
1: even, they don't even try to think about
2: the fact that Patricia's not there. I'm assuming they knew that she was supposed to go on a date with Eddie and, like, assume that she was on the date with Eddie oh so they didn't want to bother her that makes sense okay probably, but like, wait there's her.
0: more to that it's like the whole like she gets locked in the bathroom thing it's like next day right yeah, so also nobody goes to the bathroom doesn't yeah somebody eventually comes to the bathroom to try to go to the bathroom but it's like the next day
2: isn't it so none of the girls have tried to go into the bathroom like all night Seems, seems very sus you think they'd have to like brush their teeth and like go to like to go to bed or like pee pee take a shower maybe apparently not
1: i guess we'll unpack that next week (laughs) they're
2: all super dehydrated (laughs) all they do is run around all
1: right so the last scene of the episode vera goes into victor's office and he starts playing her the recording fabian then sneaks over so he can eavesdrop and the recording says that the song of a thor consists of four horns and an ox bell so fabian starts frantically taking notes And Victor tells Vera that there's an ox bell at the exhibition and Vera's like, great, we're going to steal it. We're going to let the kids solve the task. And then we're going to blame the kids for stealing the bell after they solve the task. So then Fabian writes, dear Fabian, remember Vera is going to steal an exhibit. Love Fabian. And the episode ends. And uh, Fabian writing this note to himself is pretty iconic, especially in the 2012 Tumblr fandom.
0: Honestly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Forgetful Fabian is my friend. Yeah, dear Fabian, love Fabian. That is on the dear
2: HOA like letters. Yeah,
1: letters. I was on my archive before because I was trying to find that video and then I saw all the people making jokes about that from dear HOA that I had reblogged because everyone dear was just being Fabian. like someone put like, dear Fabian remember you're a sex god love
2: Fabian.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Still, it was funny. There was like all sorts of funny jokes like that.
2: Dear Fabian, remember you know, like doesn't wear Nina wears really shorts.
1: Someone did one that was "Dear Fabian, you look super awesome today.
2: Love, Fabian." <laughs> I love the self confidence.
0: Wasn't I'm the trying. dear HOA blog inspired by the Fabian letters, or am I just like dumb? I don't know because we had all these ones about Nina's shorts, which would have been before. Yeah, that. I think because
1: someone must have started it before because we had the cabinet ones too. I I'm
2: assuming it was just like I think it was like a Tumblr trend to like do a like dear playing blog. And then it just was really funny when...
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, because I think it was before that, too, because didn't people submit the poem also, like, the
2: question? Yeah, like, (laughs) they wrote the poem, they wrote, like, the cabinet jokes, like, the Nina Short shorts, like, the Dear HOA blog, guys, we've said this before on the podcast, but, like, if you really want to, like, have a nice throwback to, like, the fandom during Houseman who was airing, like, go on that blog because it's just, like... A time capsule. It's. I think it's dear dash. It
1: deer dear dash. Sabunas. Dear oh. Yeah, here's one that was earlier. Uh, that was like for Giles. So like that was before those episodes. So I think it just started like around season two.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I. Think it's really funny though. And I don't even know if it went on for season three. Like I feel like this was only a season two thing. No,
0: there was tomorrow. The there was there was Mara. There was. Oh, I see. 2013. There was maybe in yeah. one.
1: I see. Okay,
0: so it did okay. go on for two
1: seasons.
2: So, like, season two, season three, fandom time. Oh, like there's a Moy, one. There's a Moy okay. one. I wonder, like, I can't remember if I ever submitted anything to that or I was just, like, vibing.
1: I think I submitted once or twice but they were anonymous so I'd never be able to find them. Yeah. Alright, who do we think gets the brain cell this week?
0: Fabian for writing notes.
1: Yeah, Fabian remembered to bring a notepad. I'm proud of him.
2: Good job, Fabian. <laughs> That's how low the bar is. <laughs> yeah, and, and then he and he's kind of memory and he's doing more for Sabota than any of the rest of these bitches. Truly.
1: <laughs> and then uh for ship I I had to give to Jara. Like the they got their first kiss in this episode. They were being cute on their fake dates. So yeah, I yeah. guess.
0: If we really have to. If we
1: have to. You win this time, Jara Shippers. Um but for games today i thought we'd throw it back to ship it or rip it cuz we haven't been doing this recently so and it's quick and i have nothing else so
0: i thought we were going to just react to the other sider's live on screen oh god i <laughs> don't have the like
2: mental capacity in this exact moment to like react to the other sider's i either caught a stomach bug or food poisoning and i do not feel good and we're oh, doing podcast live from my bed And that's why they couldn't find me. I fell asleep.
1: (laughs) We're just gonna do ship it or rip it, and then Laura can go back to sleep.
0: And then I'm making Brenna watch the other side. with me. I mean, I'll put it on. We've commit. You can go to bed, Laura. Please go to bed. But first, we're playing ship or rip it.
1: Fabian with. So first one is Fabian, and then Fabian and Mick, obviously. Oh, TB
2: forever. We love
1: being. See, people were even commenting that on my TikTok. I was like, yes.
2: People, people found on your TikTok that they love Mick
1: <laughs> Someone was like, Yeah, Fabian and Mick, and I was like, Hell yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so Brennan's TikTok by famous now, guys, famous by the way. Is TikTok famous it's, pro- now. it's
1: got over hundred thousand views. I'm to so the proud. Point
2: where literally my friend from college sent me the link, was like, I thought you would like this. I was like, Yeah, this is literally my podcast, and she was like, Oh yeah, I didn't know this was your podcast, but I th- knew you were like how to do this. <laughs>
0: Grace's friends also sent her that TikTok. I yeah. love
2: that this is so famous. It's popping up on like random people that like
0: <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to message
1: me and be like, Why are you awkwardly dancing in front of these children? Like, <laughs> what
0: are you doing? I'm waiting for to hit my coworkers problem. for you, Paige.
1: Be like, don't worry about it.
2: <laughs> that Grace's yeah. friends like don't know she knows you. I don't know how my friend didn't know because I was like, Yeah, that's Breno. <laughs> Like, girl, I literally <laughs> just, posted like, pictures posted pictures hanging out with
1: Oh my god.
0: Me happy to respond to a coworker if it ends up on their for you page like, yes, is, that's one of my messy sags. I'm combination embarrassed <laughs> and proud. Like I'm, I'm not wow. embarrassed.
1: If I was embarrassed, I wouldn't have posted it. I just but it's also, I was not like, expecting a 100,000 views. Yeah, were you Plus, expecting probably more at this point? be
2: quite as exposed. Yeah. So, but it is what it
1: is. Do it for the pod. We got a ton of followers. Hopefully, some new listeners. If you came from the uh, TikTok, Hi, amazing, welcome. welcome. Yeah, now it's at one hundred and one k views. So, anyway, we're gonna go back to ship to rip it before this becomes a very long episode. <laughs> so,
0: Jerome Clark,
1: Jerome Clark, and Eddie Miller. Yes,
0: we love Jaretti. I I used to love Jaretti, and now I don't. But I couldn't tell you why. Sometimes it's just a gut feeling, and that's okay. Yeah. Short-term, short, short term, yes. Long-term, no. That's fair. I hi, feel like hi. it'd be fun. It and changed you. my life it... when
1: Eddie I have a dog. on Twitter made a comment about how Eddie only gives nicknames to people he likes. So that's Yacker and Jerry. <laughs> you're right. I mean, you're right. Alright, we got Alfie Lewis. Alfie Lewis and
2: and Patricia Williamson. Brogy I put them as besties. besties. I do not besties. see them romantically, but they are my they would kill each other. friendship in the universe. <laughs> that's
1: all that needs to be said about them.
2: That, that's all that needs to be said by Nina. <laughs> Alright, Nina Martin.
1: Oh, we can't get Eddie. Darn. Okay.
2: Yay! That's Nina a win and for me.
1: Piper. We've talked about Nina and Piper before. Yeah. Have we? we talked about Nina no? and Piper? I kind of am here for it. I don't know. They're both
2: like soft girls. I'd be here for it, though so like we'll see, I don't think Piper will be done with Nina's bullshit, because Piper seems to be nicer than Yeah,
1: they're both like strong yeah.
0: personalities though. I mean, I feel like she could put yeah. up with Nina's bullshit for longer. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah,
2: because I feel like Piper and Patricia are both strong personalities, but like in opposite ways, whereas Patricia and Nina clash maybe they would like potentially get along. It's Also, like, did they uh-huh. interact?
0: No. I don't but think so. do you think that's not. The interaction is not a, necess- a I necessity. mean, that's
2: true, but it's also like I'm trying to think. Because Piper, like, interacted with a lot of them. I don't, like, she, like. Not, like. I'm inter- sure they met, but I don't know if they, like, had a conversation like, ever. interacted with Nina at all, even, like, when she was pretending to be Patricia. She only interacted with Victor, Eddie, Alfie, like, as Patricia. Yeah. And then Nina and Fabian were in the kitchen like being flirty flirt and then she was like bye. And-
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. And Alfie's like, hello.
2: Alfie was like, is Patricia being
1: weird? And Nina was like, no. All right, let me do one more ship and then we'll wrap this up. We got Joy and Brenna. Yes. I feel like we would work. Mm-hmm. We'd be like, a, we'd be, a, it'd be really messy, but we'd also be a power couple.
0: You'd be messy at That's first. That's like a
1: logically we should be dating situation.
0: <laughs> I think you'd be very messy at first but like you'd, you'd both come together to be bigger people. Yeah.
1: Also, oh, it would be kind of cute because I'm tall and she's really tiny. So. I
0: oh, I mean OTP status. We love height difference. <laughs> Alright,
1: well that is it for tonight. Besties. Be sure to follow us on TikTok to see whatever TikTok we make that goes viral next <laughs> our tiktok is anubis backwards pod you can also follow our instagram anubis backwards pod our tumblr is anubis backwards pod.tumblr.com i'm about to reblog some like 2012 throwback content so that'll be fun um our twitter is anubis podcast you can email us anubis backwards pod at gmail.com submit your voice memos at anchor.fm slash anubis backwards pod and as always if you'd like to support us we really appreciate it you can check out our patreon Think that's it. So thank you guys so much. We really appreciate you listening and we will see you guys next week. Sabuna. I have
0: nothing to say. This is not an Other siders podcast. Good night. So much I wanted to say. The way I see it is
2: an